0: Good evening, and if you're just tuning in, you're listening to The Angel Rock on 105.3 and 107.7 out of the beautiful city of New Orleans, Louisiana on UFO Paranormal Radio Network, otherwise known as United Public Radio Network, or we like to just call it UPRN. And I'm your host, Laura Lee Potvin. I'm a host on two of the shows here on the network, my own tonight's show, The Angel Rock. We're going on five years this summer, I believe, at the beginning of July. And that show was before. This show has actually been around for quite a long time. I was on a previous network prior to my home here. I also co-host The Thing at the Foot of the Bed with my good friend and very talented medium and angel channel David Hansel on Thursday nights here on UPRN at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and we did have a guest booked for you tonight her name was Nicola and unfortunately she's come down with a bad cold hi Jonathan Keyworth hello Z Sun Dragon or Kevin Um, and I'm saying hi to people in the chat so if you're listening 80% of our audience from around the world is audio only so if you'd like to join in the conversation and become part of the chat if you know my shows you know both of them are very audience participative because I always say without y'all I would just be either talking to myself or dave and i would be having an interesting chat off air so thank you always for being here how you join in is you head over to ufo paranormal and united public radio either on facebook and youtube we're streaming to my youtube channel which is the angel rock with laura lee Potvin. i'm streaming it on my facebook profile uh we're on canada's most haunted we're streaming it on my instagram account which is the angel rock or it's also under laura lee Potvin. now just so you know the comments don't show up from instagram here so i'm going to have to kind of switch back and forth so if you're over there please don't think i'm ignoring you i'm not also um we have our own tv channel for the network it's under roku how you find it is you go to the channel store and you sign in obviously to your account you're going to search for ufo space p as in paranormal there's a drop down list we're about the third or fourth one down and it, you're looking for ufo parent space paranormal and united public radio and that's us there's many of the shows that are streaming on that tv channel we've got some great content i usually stream Uh, the thing at the foot of the bed, but I thought I'm going to switch the Angel Rock this month and try it there and see how it goes. So we are streaming this show there right now. Also, there are many incredible hosts and shows on this network. We are always adding new hosts. We stream multiple shows on this network seven days a week. And when we're not streaming live, the network's been around for 25 plus years. So the archive server runs and randomly uh, picks content over the last 25 years. So, like you say, there's something for everyone. So, please tell everybody. Um, about it, your friends, your family, share, like, and subscribe, you help us out. And this network does stream to every single country in the world. Uh, I wanna give a shout out to Joe Montaldo, who owns the network and has provided this incredible space for us. And uh, yeah, that's why we're doing this. He's got some great shows in the network, UFO Undercover. He's got news on the flip side. He's got The Centralist and so on and so forth. So I always like to give him a shout out. I'm reading people's uh, comments Yes, of course, I'm Star Wars, of course. And I see that Jonathan, do I need a guess? I don't, but we could was I don't know where we're going to go tonight. I downloaded a bunch of spooky content and things like that. But a little bit more about myself. I forgot to tell you that. I'm a Canadian clairvoyant medium. I'm a crystal Reiki energy healer. I'm, a Kashuk, I'm an Akashic Records practitioner, spiritual teacher and mentor budding animal communicator. I've had an NDE or near-death experience as a toddler and I have studied them professionally and personally for over 40 years. I'm also extremely well-versed in the paranormal. I always said I never went looking for the paranormal. It found me my entire life. And let's see who else we got here. We got Mary Erickson. Hello. She says, good evening, Laura Lee. We've got Sandra Sharp. We've got Julie Jean Bassett. I'm going to give her a shout out. Uh, You guys got to check her out. She's an amazing animal communicator. Earthside, as well as a medium for pets too, and she's an incredible shamanic practitioner. She has helped me out personally, and one of these days, very soon, I got to book another session. Uh, Even though I'm a healer myself, we'd like to go to fellow practitioners who do things different than we do ourselves. There's nothing wrong with that. I always say sometimes the most difficult thing is to heal yourself, and of course that's always mind over matter. But you know what? When you don't have to think about it too much, and if it works, it works. I don't give it too much thought so check check her out under juliejeanbassett.com and I wanted to mention also with Jonathan Keyworth he has JK47 Paranormal he's got quite a gift when it comes to working with the spirit box and the other side and he uses that to help solve cold cases so he does his show on Facebook and YouTube I believe on Tuesdays around lunchtime central time no sorry uh, pacific he's way on the west coast also um he does talking with the source with aj capasso so check that out as well i think we got everybody here oh mary thank you she said i liked and shared we appreciate that we really 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 do yeah sorry uh, so i was right okay so it's mountain standard time sorry jonathan said jk47 paranormal tuesdays 12 p.m. Mountain Standard Time, not Pacific. Sorry, guys, I try to keep all these people's names, (laughs) which you guys are all doing, and off the top of my head. So sometimes I mess up a little bit. I'm going to take a quick swig here. When you're talking, your mouth gets dry, right? So how are things been with everybody out there? What's been going on? I will tell you, we've still had a little bit of spooky, ooky stuff going on here. Uh, Cameras are messing up again, this time in the front yard. I'm not getting too freaked out about it. And if you've been a follower of the show, you know we've had some recent crazy paranormal activity again in this home. And apparently it was... um, shared or sorry, it was sent to us. So Siobhan Nolan says, my name is Rose and I'm here for the first time. Well, welcome Siobhan. I hope you like what you see and you enjoy and you hang around and check out some of the other hosts and people that do shows on this network. It's an awesome place to be. Uh, Jonathan says, "Uh, doing great. Hope you are. Well, Julie, she says, oh no. So Two weeks ago, Thursday, we had some crazy stuff happen, including even an EVP. For people listening don't know what an EVP is, it's electronic voice phenomena. So we may not always hear it with our human ears, but a lot of times our electronics technology can pick up voices from the other side. And that's what happened actually. Our audience was able to hear it. Nicole Thomas Ryan, who's a regular viewer of this uh, show and many on our network, including the thing at the foot of the bed heard it clipped it and sent it to me but we had some crazy stuff happen so we got Kathy Hanley Little She says hi Laura Lee and we've got Howie O'Dell he has the Riff Nation Network and he also has the Orion Effect he's got many great shows too under the Riff Nation Network so make sure to check that out so um I did I was just looking around taking a look at some stuff seeing what's out there what's spooky and the one thing I'm going to bring up tonight Because I haven't brought it up and I've got a lot of requests even before I get to the videos. What do y'all think? What happened? I'm Canadian, but 99.9% of my friends are in the U.S. And we always consider ourselves little brothers and sisters of uh, the USA. And an interesting fact before I jump into this is, um, I think it's 80 to 85% of Canadians live within a 100 mile radius of the U.S. border. And many of our towns and cities actually border the US. You just go over a bridge or what have you. So I stay on top of these things as well as many other things in the world. So what do y'all think happened in Bayside at Bayside Mall in many, um, I think it was in Miami, in Florida. I'm not don't know if I call it necessarily aliens but something went on there that day and I have been seeing some strange stuff I've heard some EVPs that have been recorded from there um, apparently and this was featured on a YouTuber by the name of Mr. MBB uh, no Mr. MB333 he usually does strange weather phenomena and strange things going on around the world he's a pretty big YouTuber somebody sent this to him and apparently Last year, at almost to the date, an incident very similar to what occurred this January 1st. Um, it wasn't saying that it was aliens and what have you, but there was some strange phenomena. There was a whole bunch of stuff going on, uh, massive police presence, and uh, it was pretty Interesting. So, Siobhan asked, "Do you uh, deal with the paranormal?" I do. Okay. So, the Angel Rock. What I, what the show is about before we jump into because Howie's going. Yes, yes, yes. So, um, the Angel Rock. What I do usually is when I have guests on, I have people on from all walks of life. And whatever they're doing professionally and or personally, they're making a positive change for humanity. But I also cover the paranormal because even though I would consider myself what the buzzword would be a light worker, I have had extreme experience with very negative entities and the paranormal in my previous home. We have shared our story on the travel channels, paranormal survivor season four, episode nine, it was called demonic hauntings. So yes, we do talk about this. So we cover everything under the paranormal. And to me, It doesn't just mean ghosts, right? Any paranormal basically means anything that's not within the norm. So you name it from angels to the power of the mind, power, positivity, to cryptids, to ufology, to extraterrestrials, to spirit communication, you name it, that doesn't fall within the normal realm. So there, and I know you're, it's your first time here, Siobhan, or you said from Rose, um, we love to have you guys be part of the audience, whether it's myself or on Thursday nights with David. And we'd love to take your questions and your comments. And I will answer it as best as I can from my own personal experiences. I think I also forgot to mention I'm a registered nurse too. Um, so whether it's a professional experience, personal or my work as a psychic medium and energy healer, Yeah. So I always say I'm not an expert, but I certainly will give you my opinion. And I have no problem with if I find out, say, I've told you something in error, which I usually don't do. And I strive not to. But if I've made a mistake, I don't have a problem with saying, hey, guys, I was wrong about this. And uh, we'll let you all know. So Siobhan says, I've seen ghosts. Does this mean I have the gift? Well, guess what, Siobhan? All of us have the gift. Okay, And if you ever take a look at little ones even before they can barely speak up to, I would say, just past toddlerhood. How many of y'all, including yourself, have heard kids say, I have an imaginary friend? Now, my thoughts are are on that, that it's not an imaginary friend. I always encourage parents when I work with them to, if their child is verbal, to sit down and have an age-appropriate conversation to find out as much as you can about this friend. Because I think young children can see spirit. And communicate and hear them just as I believe animals can. And I always used to say the reason why, and I still believe this, is because children and animals live in the now. They don't worry about those bills they got to pay at the end of the month. They don't worry about getting up for a job the next day and all the things we have to do as adults. But then I heard this from Spirit recently, and it's a pretty simple answer, and I think it makes a lot of sense. The reason why I think animals and children, can communicate and see and hear The other side is because nobody's told them they can't. And I think that makes a lot of sense. So we were all children once we were all young. So where did that ability go? Right. And a lot of people have just used different, more socially acceptable words, such as I I feel it in my gut. I'm going to follow my gut on this. I'm going to trust my gut on this. Right. Or I always use the example of personal space. We've heard that word before, most of us. Well, personal space to me, we're basically like batteries as human beings, right? Even the electrolytes and body solutions in our body, almost we generate energy. So we also have an energy field around us. And so think about it. If somebody you don't know very well gets up really close in your face or your personal space, we automatically, most of us, move back because it feels icky. We almost feel like we say we're violated. And we allow people into our personal space on how how well we know the person. Plus most people um, you say that don't have any difficulties with say social cues and things like that, generally know where they can stand based on how well they know someone, right? Now personal space in the field of, I'll say a light worker, but it just doesn't apply to light work it's your aura or your energy field, right? So I think human beings are capable of doing so much more than we've ever been led to believe or ever know. So back to your question, do you have the gift? More than likely, yes, you do. And all of us do. We can all hear, see, and communicate with the other side. We've just been told this growing up that you're too old to be playing with an imaginary friend. You're too old for your imaginary things and so on and so forth. Some people hang on to it. I re- I've i always had these gifts my whole life and use them. But I really came into them after our paranormal experience and looking for answers and starting to dig deeper and deeper and deeper into this. So. Absolutely. Now I'm going to go back to some of the comments here. Hi, Michelle. I don't know if you're getting ready for work. Michelle's over in Australia. So it's Tuesday morning. Hello, Carrie Lynn Shellhorn. And I'm going to give Carrie Lynn a shout out. She has an amazing, amazing show here on UPRN on Fridays from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It's Spirit Switchboard. And Carrie Lynn is an incredible um, medium, psychic, paranormal investigator, teacher. I could go on and on and on. She's amazing. So you guys... Definitely have to check her show out. Definitely. So I'm going to go back to some of these comments here. And if you're just joining or you're just tuning in, you are listening to 105.3 and 107.7 on UFO Paranormal Radio Network and United Public Radio Network. And this is the Angel Rock and I'm your host, Laura Lee Potvin. And we were supposed to have a guest this evening. But my poor guest is down with an awful cold. So her name is Nicola. She had a really interesting topic to talk about. So she will rebook when she's feeling better so we will have her on so if you can please send her some prayers and thoughts and positive energy for healing always helps when we all think out there and send that to people so where are we going so jonathan says getting back to the topic of january 1st back at miami mall he says i saw the interview of a police officer that was there and it was a bunch of kids looting yeah but where did you see the interview and the reason why I say this, and let's talk about semantics, there is a police officer that said that there are no aliens in Bayside Miami Mall as of now. He's either said as of now or right now, he, the wording, it was semantics rather than saying there wasn't, there never was. It was He basically, and I'm not using the right wording, he he alluded to that right now at this moment, there isn't, Okay. Yes, there was a report about this. And again, look up Mr. MB three three three, or you can go back to—I don't think it's Yaska. Howie, do you remember the guy's name? I sent you that video uh, when it came out, um, and you were—you uh, were the one that mentioned their names um, that I sent to you because he was the one that saw the video by Mr. MB three 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 a year ago, almost identical, an identical story happened and it didn't get the press coverage that it did this year so yes apparently there was a story of kids that were people that were looting and kids were fighting and there were firecrackers now I don't know about you but I've never seen all of Miami police departments show up for something like that and then there was talk of it was guns or it was whatever I mean there was close to I would say between 75 and 100 police cars there and then the other question I asked is In a city the size of Miami, they don't have a SWAT team that could have gone in there instead of every single police officer in the area. Like, I mean, there was like, look it up if you haven't seen it, how many police cars there was there. I live in a city of 100,000 in Thunder Bay in Ontario. We have a SWAT team. So you can't tell me in Miami they didn't have a SWAT team if there was something going on, that you pulled every available police officer. Now there was talk, depending on who you talked to, that the power was cut in that area. People were saying their cell phones didn't work because that was another question I had. Why was there no video footage of this? Now there is one picture that was proven that it was made by AI, but there is a bit of very grainy footage, uh, footage out there of something caught on camera. I'm not saying this is UFOs or ETs. What I'm saying is, something was going on there, and it, and it just doesn't add up. Now, if you look up Omar Gosh on YouTube and Yaska or Yasko, J A S K O, look at some of the stuff they've done because they've gone down there with some uh, ghost boxes and done some communication with whatever might be there. I didn't realize this mall was an outdoor mall as well so that certainly was intriguing so it just doesn't add up to me that the police were saying it was a group of teenagers and I've heard anywhere from a few to there was a hundred teenagers even if there was apparently there was no guns they were fighting with sticks and fireworks I'm sorry, but I don't think it takes that many police and I'm not being rude about it. And I think I've talked to you guys about this before. It doesn't mean I know everything on the inside of police, but I have way back in the day before I met my first husband, I did apply to become, I can't even believe, I could never see myself doing this. I applied to become a Royal Canadian Mounted Police Officer and I went through uh, the interviews. I went through all the written tests. I went through everything. And that was right during the first Gulf War. I still have the letter somewhere around here. And they had put my application on hold while the Gulf War was on. And they said to please come back in six to eight months. And we would resume where we had left off. But um, I met my first husband at that time. And here I am today to tell you the story. And so, no, I never did it. But we do have a lot of close friends that work within the police force. And, again, I understand that Canada is a different country than in the U.S., but I am telling you, speaking to other police officers about this, there's that was, that was so much overkill for what was going on, never mind the fact that, I don't know, and I can't prove this video clip, but there is a guy, looks like he's in his mid-20s, and he calls his dad on FaceTime, because his father was running for sheriff, apparently in that area, and he was there. And he refused to say anything. He said, I can't talk about that. And the kid kept asking questions. And he said, how many ways do you want me to slice a pie? I can't talk about it. There was one guy that seemed pretty convincing to me that it went viral. African-American gentleman talking about him and his girlfriend were there for New Year's. They'd gone shopping and what they saw and what they experienced. And then the next couple of days after, he suddenly rescinds his story that he's never been to Miami and I don't I don't know. There was there's been a lot of stories out there, and I'm not saying it's ET or UFO, but what is it? Was it possibly hologram technology to test out how would people react if this sort of thing happened? Why did something happen like that a year previous? Not quite the same story, but a lot of the details are pretty identical. Why is this happening? And then we look around the world, what was going on at that time? A January 1st or you know a month ago that maybe they needed people's attention turned in a different direction I don't know and I've had a lot of requests to talk about this so that's why I brought it up so I'm going to add, I'm gonna keep reading some comments going back so Howie says plus may I add how come with the presence of all the first responders why were there very little presence of rescue squads on location exactly that was a I forgot to Howie yeah why no ambulances? Why no fire? I can tell you working out in the community, and it's still to this day where I live, and I know in many communities it happens, depending on where you live and how it's set up, that fire department always shows up first before police or ambulance. And it's not that they're not busy. I think they're just spread more out more amongst communities because they need to be if there's a fire, especially if it's in your city or within your city proper, to be able to be available and show up there. So I agree 100% why they were saying to the airspace was closed over that area too. Again, I can't prove all of this. I'm just giving you guys the details of what I've seen and what I've heard and what I've looked into. Um, Howie or Ed O'Dell here, if you see his comments, he did a show on this, how you have to put the name of the gentleman you did the show with, because you had shared it with me. And I went and watched it was great interview. And that's how I found it wasn't Yasko, it was the couple, I forget what their names are. I'm sure you put it down below. And how he says if it was a shooting or even a release of fireworks, I agree. Why were there no rescue video uh, rescue vehicles there? You assume that if If there's going to be a shooting or fireworks or something going off, there might be burns. There might be injuries. Never mind people are running like maniacs out of the building. People unfortunately get hurt when that happens. So I'm going to go through here. Let's see. Yes, Siobhan, I see your comment here. I've heard of Mr. Tight T-shirt wearing (laughs) investigator. And how about we leave it at that? But yes, I have definitely heard of him. And Julie Jean Bassett says, absolutely. We are all animal communicators and have psychic abilities when we are young, but then we shut it off due to it's all in our imagination. That's when I was talking about Siobhan, you had asked about, do I have the gift? So let me keep going here and please give your two cents worth because I'm not calling it anything. I'm just saying things don't add up. And I've had a lot of private requests from people, which I welcome asking to talk about this so let's talk about it so mary says i live in virginia and my middle son was around six or so when we were visiting civil war sites and he would tell me the soldiers were there and sitting around a campfire exactly about the abilities that we have sorry people always message me when I'm live. (laughs) Always I have hardly had any messages all day. I have, but not like now. It'll probably just go ding ding ding. I have my Facebook open unfortunately because if we're gonna get to some videos. Sorry, I was having a drink if you're listening. Oh Michelle says yes I will have to leave but not yet. Because I know she usually pops in while she's getting ready for work. So oh Siobhan says I call myself Rose because a lot of people cannot say Siobhan. Yes, I can certainly empathize with that because the way my name is spelt I get called every name under the sun so I always tell people if you can't remember how to say my name just call me Lore, l-o-r because that's what my family calls me and all my friends call me I will answer to that but and I understand because my name is spelt so strangely that people pronounce it probably the way it's spelt Lorelai but I'm not Lorelei. <laughs> It's Laura Lee. And the reason why my name is spelled the way it is, is I'm not German. But my father named me after German mythology, after the Lorelei's who were sirens. It's it's kind of a morbid tale, actually. (laughs) And uh, so that's why my name is spelled that way. Okay, let's keep going down these comments here. Oh, Julie says she's sending love prayers and healing light to my missing guests. Thank you. And everybody's saying hi to each other. We love when you do that. Um, Exactly. Michelle says, and we're going back to Bayside Mall. And I know Michelle follows Mr. MB333 because one of your very unusual pictures, it was caught with a square looking cloud amongst the sky. I remember this because Michelle talked about it in the audience. Was this last year or year before? I can't remember, Michelle. But Mr. MB33 featured her picture amongst other people who had seen something very similar in the sky. It's quite an intriguing picture. Very intriguing. Okay, let's keep going down here. Oh, Michelle, why was Thunder Bay called Thunder Bay? Well, I've done this before on the show before. Um, I can't necessarily say right off the top of my head why it was called Thunder Bay, but my city used to be called, it was two cities and where I'm located on Lake Superior, we were very involved with the Hudson's Bay Company from the UK and the voyagers going through the St. Lawrence Seaway and what, okay, so my city was broken into two cities and it used to be called Fort William in the south and Port Arthur in the north and in 19 i think 70 or so they decided to amalgamate both the cities and name it thunder bay now there's a lot of legend and lore around where i live as well as a lot of paranormal around where i live any type of creature you can think about there's been a report of it or people have seen it or have got something to share about it but there's a mountain about mm, about 7 minutes away from where i live And it's beautiful to see. You can see it from the harbor. And it looks like a giant laying down called the Sleeping Giant. And we have a very strong First Nations population in this area, including a reserve, we call it, but a reservation about 20 minutes outside the city. And it's mainly Ojibwe up here. So the Sleeping Giant is actually called, depending on who you speak to, either the Legend of Nanabiju or the Legend of Gichigumi. And then on the south side of the city, just outside Worley, we have a beautiful provincial park because it's, it centers around, it's called Little Niagara of the North, and the name of it is called Kekebeka Falls. And the legend of Kekebeka Falls and the legend of the sleeping giant intertwine. And I believe that that's why Thunder Bay was pulled in, the name of it. Big, long story, but that's why we also had, it wasn't Omar, gosh, Howie, it was the couple. What was the couple's name? You mentioned them before, and I can't think about them off the top of my head when it comes to talking about what was going on in the mall. Um, I see I was going to say, oh, we made international news. In 1973, so we were called Thunder Bay by this time. You can still find it in Google if you look. I think I have it saved. And what had happened at the time, I remember, I was a little girl, and the whole city was at the at City Hall because Queen Elizabeth and Prince Philip were making a cross Canada tour, and they had stopped here in Thunder Bay. I believe it was to give their blessing because we are part of the Commonwealth. With the name change from Fort William in Port Arthur to Thunder Bay. And we had a very colorful mayor at that time, and his name, last name was very appropriate. His name was Walter Asif. And he is asleep or asleep. Sorry. <laughs> he has passed away. So I guess he is asleep. <laughs> He's passed away since many years ago. And apparently, as the story goes, when Prince Philip and Queen Elizabeth landed at the airport, he grabbed Mayor Asif. Mayor Asif, yes, I guess I could call him that. Walter Asif grabbed Prince Philip's hand, pumping it up and down, saying, oh, your majesty, it's so great to meet you. Oh, look, you've brought your wife with you. I I literally cannot believe he said that, but he did. Now, I was there when the second part happened that made international news. So Walter Asif, I believe, was introducing the Queen and Prince Philip and like I said, he was quite a colorful individual, and I forget what he had said, but he turned around and said something to the effect of, what do you think of that, girly? And he smacked her on her backside. I kid you not. I still remember the audible gasp that went across the whole crowd, and if you look this up, you can find it. If you can't, message me, and I'll send you the link. But indeed, he did. So needless to say, Prince Philip and uh, Queen Elizabeth never came back to our city again. (laughs) Now they can't, but when they were alive, they never ever came through here again. So there you go. Okay, so getting back to their comments here. Michelle said, did they go back and talk to the shop owners? Omar, gosh, I think they tried to. I haven't had a chance to check his channel. So if anybody knows, Omar was going to try and go back and talk to the shop owners. I know they talked to some of the security guards and they didn't want to be on camera instead of saying, no, no, I don't know anything about it. I forget watch Omar Gosh's interview on YouTube or not his interviews, but his videos on YouTube about this because he will do a much better job than I could ever do about this, but they did not want to speak about it. And the way he said, they almost looked angry. If I remember from the video, the security, excuse me, the security guards and they kind of acted like they didn't know anything about it in any way, shape, or form. Oh, Kathy I forgot you're in Florida. She says, I live in Florida. There were over 300. I would believe that, Kathy. People were saying 75 to 100, but the amount of police cars was so huge. So she says there were over 300 police cars at Bayside Mall and at least two police helicopters there. And you are right about that. The helicopters, definitely, because there was footage from the helicopters. There was the footage of what was going on outside that people were thinking this very greeny, shadowy video. Could it possibly be an creature, entity, ET? I don't know what you want to call it. That was walking in front of the mall. I think it's since, from what I've heard, that they debunked it and said it was three police officers walking together. I don't know, but that was taken from either a helicopter, it was taken from like a news thing, or it was taken from one of the apartments that was looking. Hi, Nicole Thomas Ryan. I said your name earlier in the show. Good to see you here. Hang on, I'm going back, going up and down here as my mouse has decided to be silly. Okay, so Jonathan sent some kind of YouTube link. Not sure what that is, but thank you. Roar James Wiz is here. Well, welcome. Nice to see you here. Um, And Mary Erickson, you're very much right. And it's not just the U.S. And we have to be careful what we say because we're on YouTube. But we will just say our fearless leaders who run our countries, yes, we don't always get to hear what's really going on. so I always say to people, if it doesn't feel right, if it doesn't walk like a duck, talk like a duck, doesn't smell right, do your own research. And all I encourage people to do is use a variety of sources. If you can talk to people who live in the area and use a variety of different search engines and different material to take a look at things. That's all I'm saying, because as much as we'd like to believe that we are told Via our information sources that we see on TV, for example, um, I think we can look at some of that and realize that no, we aren't really told always what the real thing is. So, Howie says it could have been manifest. I'm not sure what you mean about that, Howie. Hang on. So, oh, Mary said, oh, that's right. Howie, I think you and Mary realized that you were both in Virginia. Oh, there you go. Oh, sorry. I get what you're saying, Howie. You said, okay, so it could have been multidimensional, perhaps even some sort of version of the hat man if there was something. It could be. I I don't know. And multidimensional, yes. And I, okay, this is just my my theory. You guys have your own and that's okay. But my theory from the amount of research I've done and what, that I believe... Uh, the leaders of our country and those that help serve our countries and so on and so forth, that whatever we have in the way of technology, they are at least 50 to a hundred years ahead of what they show us. And I think if you dig deep enough and you've been doing this stuff as long as I have and Howie and other people, Carrie Lynn, even uh, Jonathan, when you start digging into this and have more and more people, I'm sure you can say, because you guys cover more of the paranormal, especially with talking with the source. But when you start talking about a multitude of topics, you meet more and more people, you start to realize that when you start doing the research for shows and, and different things that that's my, and um, yeah, I could go on and on about that. I won't, but if you don't believe me, take a look. I always encourage people to do their own research. So Kathy says news reports uh, didn't go any further than that night. So Kathy, being in Florida, maybe you do remember this gentleman. I should probably look it up while we're talking. But there was um, it was a news release. Like it was kind of like, you know, when police put out a report to the public and he was like the public relations officer. And he came out and said there are no. I'm positive it was something to the effect of there are no aliens in Bayside Mall as of now or how he said it. Like it wasn't that overt, but he could have just said there never was or anything. He made it kind of say it was kind of like tongue in cheek that there's nothing going on right now kind of thing. Not saying that there wasn't anything that went on. It was like, there's nothing going on as of right now. So how he says, I will say activity at the cabin on 360 uh, with very odd and unusual activity as well. Show people and shadow stalkers, etc. Hmm. Well, I have been listening to this channel and as far as I can hear, I've listened to quite a few things that people write in stories. No, nobody's claiming to it to be true, but I haven't really heard it say that it's not true. And this guy is an excellent narrator and I don't like horror movies. I don't like scary stuff like that, but I like this channel because like I say, the guy that reads the stories that are written in, he's fantastic at what he does, but it's all about the kind of stuff we talk about like, like skinwalkers and wendigos and ghosts and cryptids. Like I just heard them. Well, that story was a little creepy. Um, I was up late last night working on some, those of you that follow the show know I like to do pre-eating stuff. And I was. And then my partner, we had ordered pizza for dinner, and he was asleep, and he woke up. I don't know why, but he decided he, I was just about to go to bed. This is about 3.30 in the morning. He goes to grab the pizza box, and there was a coffee, cup of coffee. I was going to heat up in the morning. I hadn't drank it yet. It was from McDonald's because it was takeout night at our house last night. And he knocked the coffee and it went all over the floor, all under the fridge. Needless to say, I was cleaning and sweeping and vacuuming. And then we had to pull up the fridge and mopping all the floors. <laughs> so I didn't get to bed till about 435. The whole point I tell you that is I had this story plugged in. And this one was a shorter one. It was about 50 minutes about what had happened with an encounter with Bigfoot. Again, they don't tell you if it's real. And this guy happened to be a, like a wild animal trapper. I don't know what you would call him. But if people have a problem like this giant snakes, so if you are in Florida or gators or, you know, raccoons or bears or whatever, you would call this type of guy. So he was approached to become part of this expedition by these two guys that had thought that they'd found where a real Bigfoot was. Now, that was quite the story. Now, again, I don't know if it's true. I don't know if it's not true. There's stuff about conspiracy. Um, there was something about a zombie, like two brand new FBI agents sort of started dating. They met while they were in school together for to become FBI agents. And they were sent to go investigate this lab. It was supposed to just be routine, but there was some kind of testing beyond animals. Apparently, there was a rumor that it could possibly be something... It wasn't necessarily human beings, but there could have been human by, byproduct, bioproducts like our blood or whatever. So they were just supposed to go in there, their first mission, and shut it all down. So me no problem. They're well prepared. Well, did that story have a turn, including they didn't call it zombies, but it certainly was, oh. So I don't know if this is true, some of this stuff, that because it's a multitude of authors that write in. Um, I don't know if they're all that great of authors. They probably are because the stories are entertaining when you plug in. So I'm not really sure. But holy cow, was that entertaining? So Michelle says that was crazy. I think last year. Yes, like that. I couldn't believe that it's going to dry. It was Laney. It was something in Laney Howie something it it was a man's name was a josh and laney you were talking about it in your interview that you were doing with your friend that you shared with me he was the one that i saw that video it had only been out for a couple hours it came up in my youtube feed because i'm usually listening to something while i'm doing something else and that's how um i heard about it and he was the one that shared a lot with he's friends with them anyways oh my gosh and Yasco or Jasco, I guess his name is Kathy. said, And then you say, Howie, exactly Kathy. And I'm fine. I see Siobhan saying, hi, my name is Siobhan. How are you, Laura? And I said, I'm fine. Thank you. Um, and then Kathy says, okay, so this is why I always say this. And again, you don't have to listen to me, but, um, always talk to people who live in the area or the country versus what you're getting in the news. I swear to you, because she just said about January 1st, there was a news blackout on this. So there you go. So, and then Mish says, wow, thanks, Laura Very interesting. I think you're saying about why you asked about Thunder Bay, why Thunder Bay is called Thunder Bay. And then Siobhan, you're asking, have I ever been levitated? No, but I have seen one of the scariest things I've ever seen somebody that had an attachment to the point I would say a possession and they were levitating on screen live on video. It was one of the scariest things I've ever seen. And then Michelle said about King Charles, yes, King Charles is ill. And I won't, I won't comment much more on that, but, um, it is sad news. And then, um, Howie says, I couldn't find it, the couple. Okay, so Howie, it was something in Lainey. I think it was Josh and L- I knew the name would come to me. I'm usually pretty good with names, but it's a couple. He has kind of reddy hair, more strawberry blonde kind of thing, and he's got a UK accent, I believe. And Michelle's talking about the three police officers possibly walking in front, and she said maybe they're testing AI. I don't know. Like I say, I'm not necessarily calling it ets or you know aliens or ufos or anything something unusual went on there is what i'm saying and what are your thoughts on it we also know there was a certain black i i'm being careful what i'm saying again because we're on youtube and it was by a certain individual that was supposed to come out at that time like was this meant to be a distraction i don't know I keep feeling when I feel into it energetically that it was almost like they were testing out hologram technology to see how people would react, especially with the fact that there was something very similar almost to the day, the year before. I didn't know that when I was thinking that now that's just my thoughts and feelings. I don't know. Plus, you know what? Joe Montaldo, I mentioned him at the beginning of the network of, of the show here and he runs his network. He started it. Um, He's very involved with ufology. He's been on Ancient Aliens. He's been on all kinds of stuff like that. One of his shows is UFO Undercover. And long ago, when I started on this network, we never used to produce our own shows. So my show used to be much later on Mondays. So we always had time to chit chat him and I. And one of the first times I talked to him, I was new on the network, and we were talking about UFOs and. I was asking him, like, what do you think about that? That makes me a little bit nervous, some of the stuff you see. And he said something to me that I thought was very profound and I've never forgotten. And he said, Laura, they have been around for centuries, which I believe they have. And he said, if they really wanted to do something nefarious, what well, he said, nasty, they would have done it long ago. And that I believe I really, really do. So that's always given me a lot of peace of mind plus you know we hear about some positive things that happen especially with nuclear power plants and what happens to them when you've seen ufos over top and things like that and if you're if anybody and i'm talking about the global you not just pointing at anybody in particular if you're willing to entertain the fact that we are not the only ones out there right and think about where earth is and the planets that we are aware of that we kind of need to be here. We kind of make a part of the whole, I really believe. And I think that whatever we would do to ourselves or cause any issues, it would affect the whole solar system and probably universe. So I think they don't want us to be doing things like that. So I always like to get peace of mind over the fact that I keep hearing from Spirit, we're a young race and we are. We are learning. We are nowhere near as advanced, depending on how much you... You're willing to entertain the thought of that we're not alone or, or i should say that we aren't the only ones out here yeah we're not alone so i don't know anyways so michelle did um those planes did those planes really well way back i'm not quite sure what you're saying but hang on i'll go through here I might catch okay so where are we um Michelle said we are bacteria on earth. Well, I don't know. I don't like to think of us like that. I like to give humanity more, more credit than that. I think I really, really do. So I heard a very interesting theory, actually, hang on. A friend of mine, that's a light worker who never really sends me much with the paranormal. And I didn't have my glasses on. and <laughs> I remember getting the video a couple nights ago. It said terrifying experiences with the paranormal as reported by, and I thought it said dermatologist. And I'm going, a dermatologist for people listening may not know. It's a skin specialist. So I start listening and I'm going, wow, this guy's had some pretty freaky, crazy experiences for a skin doctor. Why is he talking about this? And then all of a sudden, the host, finally came on it was a show and he's a demonologist that taught me better wear my glasses when i'm reading the fine print (laughs) so michelle said planes way back to ai and holograms oh i gotcha okay gotcha gotcha yeah the only thing is we've got to be so careful when we talk about that but i'm i hear you michelle and i could definitely concur with what you're talking about um So I'm going to find the name of it. Now, I don't know how I feel about all this. Okay. But it was an interesting, I'm going to find it's in my history. It was a really interesting conversation to say the least. That's about all I could say with it because he said, I'm not going back so much to, I saw that you were careful, Michelle. Thank you. Going back to the legend and lore. He was trying to go back on what do we know? And At the end of it, I don't think we really know a lot, but he was likening demons to, uh, he didn't name anybody particular um, multidimensional, but possibly also extraterrestrial type races. And he was talking about the missing baby phenomena, which I have heard of, where a mother goes to bed at night, and could be pregnant, wakes up the next morning and the baby's gone or dreams, thinks they're dreaming and has this very profound dream of being on a ship. I actually worked with somebody that was a client and they were calling it visions. And I already knew what was going to happen before they told me and they were pregnant. They had a baby girl in this dream and um, obviously they weren't, but I believe she probably was like I say it sounds crazy if you've never looked at this phenomena but uh certainly intriguing His, I'm gonna find it in here give me a minute I gotta go back and of course I'll grab my glasses but maybe if I don't I'll find the the dermatologist with the terrifying experiences with the paranormal (laughs) hang on um um, going through here, actually, if you guys, you guys know, I love the Foreman Brothers, Josh, Sean, and Rocky on Paranormal Nightmare. They put out a new video every Friday night. Wow, was their family haunting case intriguing? I I did share it everywhere from this past Friday. That was pretty pretty profound. And then I also watched the Paranormal fi- Files. I'm gonna find this this video. I will get to it. And it's with Colin Brown. And he usually investigates with his brother, brother brother-in-law, Connor. And a lot of people, I think, give them a hard time because everything's that kid does so much work. He puts out a three hour documentary every week. I don't know how he does it. They went live and did an investigation. You would not believe some of the evidence these guys caught live. And I know why they did it, like I said, because people have been giving them a hard time about, actually, what am I doing here? You know where I'll go? I'll just go right to Messenger. I know where this is in Messenger. So hang on. I will find it for you. So if you, oh, it says most terrifying. I thought it said dermatologist. So I'll read it that way. It says most terrifying dermatologist interview you'll ever hear. (laughs) It wasn't, it was demonologist hang on let me find it for you gonna have to turn it down here oh don't play um okay the channel it's on is what lurks so Allison, larry you are kss and sam beneath and it's from five days ago now the demonologist in here maybe some of you have heard of him before nathaniel gillis so it was a really interesting perspective that he had on this so how the write up on this is My guest tonight is the amazing Nathaniel Gillis, a demonologist who unveils some very interesting information about the phenomena behind what we know as the supernatural. You won't want to miss this one. And it was interesting. Like, I'm not saying I agree or disagree. Hi, Diane Brighton. So I'm not really sure. I'd love to hear people's thoughts on this, what you guys all think about this, because I've never heard it referred to that before. And some of it kind of made sense. you know, hearing what he was talking about, um, he got into the phenomena of, um, and I've seen this before, uh, he was talking about how people go to bed at night and think it's their partner that they're having intimate relations with, and how conception happens, and He was getting into all of it and not really so much as, like I say, going into the legend and lore, but what were they seeing scientifically? What what could they what pieces could they put together as far as and I mean, I'm really oversimplifying this. So it was certainly an interesting perspective to consider, because like I say, I don't know all the answers. and I can tell you, I certainly don't believe or. Yeah, I've changed my views from even five, 10 years ago, right? The more people we meet, the more experiences we have, the more research we do, and you, you start to learn different things and be open to other possibilities. So, Mary, I'm going to look at your comment here. Hang on. So you say, "I believe it all. It also that we are not the only beings in the universe." I've often thought that beings outside Earth were re- um, responsible for. I can't. I won't say what this is, but back in the 80s. As a message to humans to make changes. Okay, so now I don't mean to upset anyone. I could probably find it to show it to you. I remember where I was. And I believe that was in 1984 you're referring to. Where there was a huge accident. We'll say where there was the first teacher that was supposed to go up into space. And it was very profound. Do you know, and I swear to God to you about this, that all those people are still alive? you can find them. I could probably find it right now for you. There's quite a video out there and the people you can look them up. And I have looked them up once you find their names. Some of them are still using the same names. I know that sounds crazy, right? Because I remember where I was when that happened and it was horrible, horrible, horrible. Let me see if I can find them for you. Actually, I'll do it on this phone here. I will see if I can find the videos for you and amazingly a lot of these astronauts that were supposedly in that particular crash all all of a sudden all had twins and when you go back through the research they did not have twin siblings some of them are still using their their same names i swear to god to you about this i've gotten into quite a discussion with joe the owner when we've had panel shows um panel shows before and he wouldn't believe me about this i've sent him the video okay i'm gonna say um give me one sec while i type okay i know we can't have silence here but uh video i'll put video um still i'll say alive today i may not find it on uh, google hang on let me see if we can find it uh yeah, Nessie, no, so you'll see people. Yeah, I knew this was gonna happen on Google. Um, yeah, I'll see if I can find it. Yeah, because I knew this was gonna happen. If you use Google, you're gonna see, you're gonna see what you usually see when you talk about things like this. We'll try DuckDuckGo, but DuckDuckGo has kind of become a little bit more like Google. But give me a minute. Yeah, here we go. I don't have the oh i didn't have the video uh, audio one i don't know why this is playing it shouldn't be hang on guys it should be playing yeah okay so you guys want me to show you this i'll show you this right now and have to send it to myself yeah challenger kathy hang on um <coughs> i'll just show I hopefully I, won't, I shouldn't get into trouble about this but i mean with youtube nobody else but and we'll see if we can find it okay here we go I'll have to share it with you. At least I'll show you the video. This is just one. Okay. There's many out there. <laughs> okay. Hang on. I'm going to present. And then Michelle says, so I'm, I'm going to present in a minute. Siegfried and Roy, I thought one was unalived by their tiger to only to find out that he recently passed. Oh, yeah. Well, no, he was never. I thought he was never unalived by the tiger. What I believe had happened is one was attacked by their white tiger and he never lost his life, but he did have a serious stroke afterwards or brain injury. So he was still alive, but he did recently pass alive. Yes, Kathy, I'm going to show you that video. No, if you use Google, because I just looked on Google, I said I tried. All of them are saying it's conspiracy theorists. It's this, it's that. He is gone. He is gone, though, now, Michelle. Um, I think it's Roy that happened to not Siegfried. Yeah, Kathy, I'm going to show you this. Just give me a sec. I got to hit present and share screen. Yeah, it was a big shock to me when I saw this too. Now, again, just as Jonathan had said about what had happened in that um, January 1st thing, I think you got to make up your own mind. Never mind. I think Michelle's right. I think we switched timelines and then we get into the Mandela effect, right? so hang on somebody's laughing at me i think it's uh roar james and you can laugh it's okay you don't have to believe me if you don't want to okay you ready for this i'm not going to play the whole thing but says nasa challenger crew still alive and well 1986 the shuttle challenger exploded about 74 seconds after taking, killing Okay, let me see if I can go to where the information is. We all know if you've been around long enough. Okay, there you go. There's him. He's he claims that's his twin. If you guys can see that. Okay, let me see if I can get that off the screen. Does not want to come. There we go. So he that he claims that's his twin. If you're watching. I can try playing it i can go through most of them but this video this is just one there's many out there so uh this is by michael thomas it's just one i picked don't use google use DuckDuckGo and take a look now the only reason i say google because every single article is gonna i'm gonna tell you it's not true it's conspiracy theorists and i knew about this i was still back in my old house and i was on my previous network and i did take the time at that time to go through it so let me see if he's got a write-up, because I don't like to play the, play the whole video, because we're on YouTube, and they don't like that sometimes. Um, I'll read it, too. NASA 1986 Doom Challenger Crew is still alive and well. More N-A-S-A, I'll say, in government, you know what? And, oh, boy, we're going to open a whole can of worms. I don't want to get into all that. I'm not going to read all that. But... Um, yeah, you can go through. Let me see if I can find some more. So he claims that's his twin. He never had a twin. Let's see. Um, let me see how far we go here. Let's see. Nope. Okay, let's see. Okay, this guy. This is one of the astronauts. I pro- Let's play it. See what he says. Father changing his name. He's okay. now Professor Michael J. Smith of University of Wisconsin. So. If you want to look it up, I won't play the whole thing for long because, like I say, um, but you can find that. That's not what the first video I've seen with this. <laughs> Anyone else, or am I in this timeline alone? You're not in the timeline alone, Michelle, I promise. Um, so you can go through and go and take a look. Like I looked up some of them, the woman that was the teacher, um, I think she's using, she was either using her middle name, the teacher when she signed up to go aboard this or she was either way she's using either her middle name now and it used her first name when this had happened or vice versa some of them have switched to either their middle name or what have you you can look it up so that's just an example of one thing and you can believe it or not believe it right but you can take a look like I said back in the day when I found this out it had to be about 10 10 11 years ago I did go look up the university where they say they're teaching or what they're doing and there indeed were people with those names now again is it a different timeline i don't know i have no idea some of the strange stuff that happens on this earth because thanks michelle she says have a great show guys i'm off and she said great show so far as all you're so sweet michelle thank you so oh i should tell everybody. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to 105.3 and 107.7 to UFO Paranormal Radio and United Public Radio Network out of the beautiful city of New Orleans, Louisiana. And you're listening to or watching the Angel Rock. I'm your host, Laura Lee Potvin, and thank you so much for tuning in live. So that, like I say, there's so many strange things out there or exactly what you said, Michelle, like, Who knows? You could have been in a timeline. This starts getting into crazy and weird and strange and people don't are going like it, when you try and wrap your mind around this stuff, it right. We've never been led to believe this stuff can happen. So how do you switch a timeline and not know that you did like, there's a video clip and it's with the Berenstein bears. And I'm sure you've heard about that one with it being a Mandela effect which means supposedly we've switched into a different timeline. Speaking of that, my head, see, I didn't know what I was going to talk about, but we're just talking. So the stories I told you from uh, Lighthouse Horror, that's what was happening. Somebody was switching back and forth between timelines. So the Bernstein Bears, right? If you're as old as I am, you remember it as a burnt stein like s-t-e-i-n i I believe and now apparently that never existed it's baron stain bears s-t-a-i-n i have a video clip somewhere in my phone now again in this day and age of technology is it faked i don't know but this guy is in his home in one particular room where there's something weird going on with one of his pictures that kept switching and changing, whatever. He filmed this. Now it wasn't live, but he filmed this. He's got the book. And as he walks into the room, the A and the E switch between the Berenstein Bears, um, book. That's crazy. And Kevin, you say, um, Oh, you're reading my mind. Kevin, I was just thinking about this. So Z send dragon or Kevin says, uh, Mandela's of y'all, the things, monopoly guy with no monocle. What? Yes. Because you're, if you're older, like I am, um, yeah, he always, he had a monocle. And when I like, I can remember the little guy in white and black with his tall hat uh, top hat and holding the monocle with one hand, he doesn't have a monocle anymore. Nelson Mandela, right? That's why it's named the Mandela effect because it was believed that he had passed many years prior to when he actually passed. And there's so many. Oh, Kevin, you did see that. So he says, I saw that video. So what did you think, Kevin? Did you think it was real or did you think it was maybe modified? And Diane says, I remember reality. Yeah. But what is reality? Right when you start asking all these questions, and then, like, when I was talking earlier, I think it was Siobhan had asked, Do I have the gift? and I had said, We're capable of so many more things than we've ever been led to believe. Right? And again, you guys have heard me say this many times, and on the second show, and I didn't come up with it, it was from spirit. What we perceive becomes what we believe, and it becomes our reality. That's how powerful we are. That's why things like the secret and the law of attraction work. We just didn't realize or never have been led to believe how incredibly powerful our thoughts, our words, our emotions are. So if, you know, if we had been led to believe that from birth, like we would be capable of things like telepathy. Uh, we can do things like telekinesis without even realizing there's things like remote viewing because the only place there is, if you think about it on this earth, time is here. There's no time on the other side. I can't speak for other planets and things like that, but remote viewing—you can go back and forward in time and look at events and when they happen. Then it is possible. I—I I took a couple courses with this. Um, I can't do it willfully so far yet, but I can certainly get glimpses. We all do. Even in our dream state, like some of the weird dreams we have, I'm sure, bits and pieces from past lives. Okay, so Kevin, Christina Lantis is here. Hello, Christina. I was thinking of you earlier when I put the, I was going to, actually the uh, banner for the show, I ended up modifying it. But Christina always does the coolest stuff with giant skeletons, and she poses them in her yard. And I'd use one for a banner. I'd forgotten I'd saved it from her picture she was so cool about it because i would always ask somebody and so i was thinking about you when it was on there um so kevin says it gives me shivers but it is real as shown in the video i don't know that's what i kind of felt it felt real like it really really did so i don't know though like if he has a maze because that video was actually getting into and i know for a fact because my friend that sent me the terrifying experiences with the dermatologist that I was talking about earlier. Um, we found that video because her and I get into a lot of stuff about time portals and portal timelines and, and time dimensions and things like that. And I believe that particular story about the Berenstein Bears with the book going in and out of the room, he was talking about portals and stuff like I think he had a portal in one of the rooms in his home he had said so, um, OK, well, I have a different reason why I believe the particular show, The Simpsons, predicts things. I won't get into it tonight because I'll open a whole can of worms. But let's just say I don't think they're psychic. I don't think they're remote viewing. <laughs> and I'll leave it at that. <laughs> OK, uh, Diane says, uh, they seem to be messing with our minds. Yes. Mm hmm. I I agree with you. And I love it. Kathy just said here, we make our own reality and we do and we can, right? But we, if you don't know how and you've never been told it's possible, where do you start? But yes, absolutely. A hundred times over. Yes, we can create our own realities and we do so i love this so julie jean bassett says. so are we all taking the red pills or the blue pills from the matrix i'm red pilling it <laughs> i already have <laughs> hi Kason. how are you Kason's over in sri lanka we've been talking about ufos and ets and stuff Kaysen, Um uh, my guest, unfortunately, was ill this evening at the last minute. So she'll come on at another date. So we're doing the show, A Hangout, tonight. Um, and Michelle Plummer says, timelines are like deja vu to me. Ooh, interesting. I'd love to hear your thoughts more on that, typing in the comments. So timelines are like deja vu to me. Now, deja vu means already seen in French. So I'd love to hear what you mean by that. And I'm not in a... Like, what do you mean? It's like, ooh, that's an interesting thought. Kevin goes, oops, don't think so either. With the Simpsons. yeah, Yeah. Well, Leave. That's a different show for a different night. <laughs> and then Sandra says, I got there without the pills. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that's what I always say, right? But you know what? Think about it. And if you're watching this network, right, and we're talking about these topics. Not just my shows, but any shows like this, right? You're open-minded and you know there's more going on. And I don't mean in an elitist kind of way, but what I'm saying is you're open-minded enough to, to look beyond your own backyard, right? How many people, and where I'm going with this is, and I'm not saying this judgmentally, but how many people have we met that have no idea why they're here? Like, what are we doing here? Why are we here? Um, and don't get me wrong, many of us still ask that, but what I'm saying is they really believe that they were just dropped down here on this planet and that's it like you got your 60, 80, 100 years, and that's it, that's it, it's over, it's done with. And why you ever ended up here in the first place, right? Or people that get very closed minded for many different things, right? We don't walk a mile in their shoes. But I think that if you're watching shows like this and this network and things like that, you're more open minded and you're asking questions like you want to know more. And there's nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with walking around in a bubble thinking that there's nothing beyond your own backyard. And maybe you're meant to have a life like that, right? Sometimes we have a life where we just come to relax and just live out a lifetime and do what we need to do but when you think about it what's really out there and you start asking these questions and you start to look and you look a little deeper right so and then you're saying diane precognition and michelle okay so you said the deja vu lets you have the experience again but there's a slight variation how it is experienced Ooh, i like those thoughts that's interesting very, very interesting. So I did download some interesting videos, just kind of spooky. See what you guys think. I don't know. Some of them are a little crazy, but sometimes the crazy ones are good, right? Let me, oh, I forgot to peek on Instagram. I hope you guys aren't on there. Oh, we got Carrie Lynn there and we got a Milana Lapidart. You're joined. I have no idea why it's doing the countdown on Instagram. Oh, no, it's coming up. Good. Um, let me go in here and we'll go up a little higher. I'm trying to see what one I want to show you. Um, this one was weird. It's got animals and stuff. So maybe we'll try that one. There's, they're not super long. Some of them have some colorful language in them. So I got to be careful. It's better to think than believe. I have to agree, Diane. And you know, my partner, Del, said that he's always said this for years and he says when you're a little kid and we've all seen the little kids that they're like between usually two and three and they're constantly asking why they'll go well why is the sky blue and you tell them they go but why but why but why right we've heard that and he said when you go to kindergarten or whenever you start school you ask why as well but you're basically told to sit and you have to learn how to sit and Basically, what he was saying is, as a little one, you're asking why. And By the time you're an adult, the why's have pretty well been tamed out of you. You don't ask why anymore. You just do what you're told. And I'm not telling people to run around and break the law. Not, that's not what I'm saying. But it's almost like we don't question things. And then our plates are so full with life that at the end of the day, sometimes we just want to turn off our brains and sit in front of the TV and relax, right? but we don't ask why and, and even question things too. That's another thing that kind of gets drilled out of us when we go to school, right? It's because you don't ask why anymore, because if you do, you're, you're told it's because I told you so, but this is how it is. And you're not led to question it or look beyond that. Right. And it's the same thing, even in the medical field, I say to people, you know, when, God forbid somebody's told that there's nothing else that can be done. And sometimes that's that's exactly the path we're meant to follow. But when we're told that, we don't question, well, you're one person. And look further and look further and look further and look further, and look further right? Because I know that especially people that are older, they tend to look at doctors as gods. Mm-hmm. And i have had a few doctors over the years (laughs) basically tell me they're god (laughs) I, i swear to god to you um but you're one person you're a human being and you're coming from the experiences you've had don't get me wrong i have great respect for the education they go through but that's how i think anything happens when it comes with to inventions or new ways of doing things or whatever because somebody looks at it and goes no i I think I could do it a different way. Or I think I could do it this way. So I always say to people, if they're open to it, because I think the worst thing you can do to a human being is take away hope. So, you know, take a look around, question, ask why, look for an alternative answer. See how it fits. Try it on. Be open minded. And take a look at things. Like I always say, just because I haven't done it or haven't experienced it doesn't mean it doesn't exist, right? We all have different experiences. So Kaysen says, um, by the way, when some say deja vu happens, we hop timelines or a glitch happens. True. But that kind of sounds like the movie, The Matrix, right? Now, when that movie came out, I have to say, I watched it. With, this is the weirdest thing i would ever seen. Like it made no sense. And then recently I'm on the last movie. I need to get back to it. I went back and I watched them all and I went, Oh my God, this movie makes so much sense. (laughs) So I guess it's just depending on when we see it too. Right? So Diane, you said go within self to answers. never believe doc or any, yeah, a doctor or three or four opinions are better than self knowledge. I agree because that's another thing that's kind of been drilled out of us is to be able to quiet our mind to hear our own inner thoughts our higher self to be able to hear our bodies because our bodies will speak to us and our higher self does know the answer it does it's it's having the ability to quiet things down enough to be able to stop and hear and listen and it takes a bit of practice like i said the reason why i I was actually spirit that gave me that answer i'm going to repeat it when siobhan was asking earlier do i have the gift and i said i think we all have psychic gifts and i always thought it was i'm going to repeat myself because there's other people here but children and young children and animals i said live in the now Right. They're not saddled with, I got to pay the rent at the end of the month, or I got to pay bills, or I got to go to work, or I got to do this, or go do that. And their work is play. And I remember this was a couple months ago asking Spirit, or I was talking about this on a podcast. I think it was a guest, and Spirit chimed in and said, The reason why young children, animals can see, hear, communicate, and interact with those on the other side is because they've never been told that they can't and that's true it really is true so sandra says my sister's doctor told her that deja vu is an epileptic episode really i don't think i've heard that one before i would tend to think no mind you i have not looked at the medical research you'd have to have somebody be obviously obviously hooked up to an eeg which measure measures brain waves and them have a deja vu experience and then see if it was an epileptic energy wave on the eeg other than that i don't know i think somebody just made their mind up about that one because i do think deja vu exists um and then julie says and given the right circumstances the body can heal itself absolutely i'm going to pull my favorite book out that I use in all my work and practices. Oh, my legs cramping up on me. Speaking of bodies, um, secret language, here, secret language of your body by Ina Segal. And yes, I always say, even though I come from a Western medicine model, I truly believe. And of course you need to find what's right for you. I'm not giving any medical advice or anything. I got to make that clear, but, um, I truly believe the human body is one of the most perfect, incredible pieces of organic work that whomever you believe created us has created because it is completely capable of healing itself. But I believe that depending on what we as human beings run into, whether it's trauma, whether it's belief systems, it could be energetic, could be spiritual. There's many, many reasons for it. Okay, including a lot of negative inner self-talk. There's many reasons for this, that we, everything's energy. And if you do not clear some of these things that I just mentioned that are sort of lower vibration, energy, or negative, it can develop into what we would call dis-ease or disease. And there's science is slowly starting to catch up with this, for example. And again, this is not blaming anybody because it's terrible to go through cancer. I worked heavily in palliative care as a nurse out the community. But what I'm saying is there are emotional ties they're starting to prove that are some of the base roots for how and when, never mind what we put in our bodies and so on and so forth. But what I'm saying is there is an emotional component they're starting to see that can be tied to some of the trauma we experience in life when it comes to cancer. For example, I have liver issues. And when you start looking at, and no, I don't drink or anything like that. But the reason why I share that is when you start to look outside the box, or even like there is no box, you start to realize that your body really does talk to you. And the reason why I have liver issues, some some of us go through some pretty difficult things growing up. And I've never expressed the anger with that. And they've proven depending on what models you look at and what have you that the liver stores anger. So when you start to look at that, like I say, again, we could do a whole show on that, but when you start opening your mind to other possibilities and taking a look, and again, I'm going to reiterate, I don't have all the answers, but it is interesting to look at that. There's alternative answers to what we've always been told, I'm going to leave it at that. Uh, Kevin says, oh, sorry, Kathy. I gonna mean, miss Kathy. So Kathy says I worked with surgeons. Some of them put themselves on that pedestal. Oh, yeah, Kathy. Like I said, I have literally had doctors tell me I am God. <laughs> when I was working in the hospital setting, especially. Oh, yeah. Not all of them, but some of them I have. Uh, Kevin says, when I find I get a slew of deja vus, start happening a bunch at work and i get to meet a whole whack of newbies never fails for example changes in new people for me when i get deja vu that kind of makes sense too right especially if energetically or spiritually you've maybe shared previous lifetimes or previous contracts or interactions with these people that would make some sense kevin and michelle goes doctor who yeah exactly and Christina says sounds like someone needs a new doctor (laughs) and Kevin then says deja vu is not an epileptic episode just guessing I I don't believe it is either and I was questioning in my mind as I was reading that it definitely is not a grand mal seizure I can tell you that um and it would be if anything he sounds this doctor sounds like he's likening it to something called a petite mal seizure but As far as I know, I've never seen any, and I don't know how you would even come up with that or think that, but it could be a theory he has maybe or something, hard to say. Um, uh, Julie says, I have that book, great book. And we're talking about the secret language of your body. It's an incredible book and can help so many people. And the person that wrote it, Ina Segal, she's teaching people what she did to heal her, her own self. So she now goes around the world teaching people, including with her books um, about what she did and how it works and what have you. It's a fascinating book. Kason said, I'm reading that these days. Yes, I know you are Kason. You have to let me know what you think of it as well. Um, and Diane says, my father worked at Sunnybrook Hospital, Toronto. He always said, don't trust. Well, I always say the hospital is no place for a sick person. And I say that facetiously. Like I say, um, I think there's a place for everything when it comes to healing. It's just a matter of looking at maybe what one needs when one is experiencing something. So if you're finding maybe something's not working that well for you and it's not going to hurt, why not look at alternatives? That was always how I looked at it with an open mind. And I'm not saying you have to think like I do, but it's it's certainly worth a try, especially if it's not going to hurt you physically or mentally, right? Why not give it a try? And Christina Lantis says, "Yes, I agree. We can heal ourselves." And Julie says, "Yes, all of the toxins we're exposed to, definitely, yeah, we have it everywhere." But again, I reiterate, the human body is an incredible. Per- it, it, piece of perfection right it's just having the knowledge to know what to do with what and how and like i said at the beginning of this i think when i was mentioning you julie that even though i'm a healer and julie is a healer for example um we see other people because you get somebody that's more objective than we are with ourselves probably can like you know that's a, when i said it's more difficult to heal ourselves a lot of times you have to be honest with yourself Sometimes that's a little hard to do. Sometimes it's just easier to work with somebody that's using a different skill set and is completely objective to the situation. So just my thoughts. So OG Skywatch. Oh, interesting. Implanted identities, programming of the subconscious. Our subconscious is where a lot of the woo happens when people think of it as magic. Interesting. I have heard of implants. I know a few friends that, I believe have had some with some experiences for those of you listening. Sorry. I just had to grab a quick drink. Yes. I've heard of that and I've seen x-rays and things and Oh, interesting. So Diane's sharing her experience with cancer tumors that I revered cancer tumors by meditation, love your life, love your liver by, uh, vice versa. I think is the way she wrote it. Yep. And it may work for some not for others. Some things work better than others. And that's true. Um, I'm going down the comments guys. Uh, Sandra, she says I was put my sister was put on anti-seizure meds after grandma's um, episode or seizure. And that's when she was told that deja vu was part of it. She blocked off that side of her because of it. Interesting. Well, like I say, we we'll probably do a whole, a whole show on some of these topics. And um, Julie says, "Your body speaks your mind." Oh, your body speaks your mind by De- Deborah Shapiro, um, and "Your Body's Telling You Love Yourself" by Lisa Borbo are also good books. I'll oh, check those out. And. Okay, so interesting comment that you put here. So Michelle said, with liver issues myself, I wonder if there's a way to release that without inflicting and affecting others. Any suggestions? Absolutely. Um, For example, I went to see Julie that's in the comments here i know you joined in a little bit later michelle julie does animal communication i know she's helped us a lot i've taken her course of animal communication um, with my son's cat that was having some behavioral issues by peeing on his bed from time to time and then um, she was just finishing up her shamanic practitioner course so i had a session with her and the change that i've had in many many ways the shift Was profound, for example, and if you look at it with the fact that energy, everything is energy, right, including emotions. There are ways to clear it. Like I said, I had I had a profound experience with the shamanic uh, practitioner session I had with Julie, for example. But that's not the only way. So we're not talking about when you've got stored liver that you're going to be lashing out at everybody. No, you you may experience something like that. Everybody's different, right? But there's different ways to deal with it. And that's why you want to take a look at and talk to different people that are working in this field to help you release. For example, say you came for a crystal Reiki with me, for example, I work with your chakras by balancing them. If we knew that there were stored anger in the liver and I'm not diagnosing, I want to make that clear. I can't diagnose even as an RN. I would work with, crystals that and you know certain reiki symbols within my genre that i work with with crystal reiki and i would help to balance some of that anger um there's many different ways um i can tell you i what with the session i had I, um it was very profound i couldn't even finish it it took me a couple days later but my point was i wasn't lashing out at everybody um it's about healing right so you may have to release it but there are other ways you can do journaling for example Um, pictures hold the energy say it's somebody that's hurt you and you're very angry with it you can write that letter of everything you've always wanted to say you can then rip it up and get rid of it release it to the universe like there's many different things and ways to look at it so is isn't always that you would have to you know be i hear what you're saying You don't want to release it. And it's a scary, see, every emotion is useful and helpful. But the thing is, it is scary anger, especially if you've never been able to truly get angry and release it without hurting other people. So a lot of people hang on to it. I'm one of those people who was never allowed to as a child. So now that I'm working on releasing it and healing it, and I think that's the ultimate word is healing. So as I'm healing it, i'm not running around you know lashing out at everybody around me while i'm healing does that help it's almost like it's neutralizing it and releasing it i think that that's why spirit reminded me that we can journal write down what we need to say every word we wanted to say for example if you are angry and then some you can i don't want to tell people to be lighting fires but if you're around a water source or something and you can Light it and release it into the water, or symbolically releasing it. But again, spirits remind me as I'm saying all these things that it's about healing, healing, and releasing it. Don't get me wrong, you may get some memories that may still come up, or some clarity and what have you, but it can be a very scary thing. So, and again, please correct me if I'm wrong. Well, I'm reading your comment there because it's stored there for a reason, many different reasons, but a lot of times it's because we maybe haven't felt comfortable or have been allowed to as a child to release that anger. I'm going to go back through all the comments here. Hang on. So I hope that helped, Michelle. So Kathy said, John Kap- Zinn from the University of Connecticut works on meditation for cancer patients with great results. Yes, including um there are other top-notch or rated top-notch i've seen in the states especially with guided imagery of going in there and same thing with the cancer cells i had a doctor that was from pakistan she was amazing and she comes from a staunchly western medicine model okay and i remember we used to have the most profound conversations she said she was still trying to figure this out that there was a healer that was in turkey and she said he was going around and he was being followed by i think this person had a medical background but was also a journalist this guy i don't know what he was doing energetically but the person had an mri rate before and there would be a tumor and this guy would his hands on around the area and she said his hands would almost be vibrating and an hour later things were gone and they were proving this with an MRI and what have you so she said she couldn't believe it either except she had seen some of the stuff that he had done how's he doing it I don't know but there are some pretty incredible profound healers around here so anyways you corrected yourself Kathy you said uh, John Cabot zinn And Julie says, Thank you, Loralee. I'm glad um, that session helped you so much. And it did. It definitely did. So Kason says, I've heard about a kid who had cancer and he started developing a video game which featured fighting with cancer cells. Apparently he was healed working on that. I love that. I'm trying to think of Anita. Oh, it's Anita Morjani, if you guys have heard of her. She had a near death experience she had level 4 tumors all over her body she was brought into the hospital because she was palliative and ended up dying and she had a near death experience and then within a month afterwards she came back all the tumors receded and she was healed she still she talks about her experience and what she went through and what her work is now after going through it. So it is possible. It can happen, right? It is. And so Kathy says he's meaning John has written many books on, written on this subject. And that's what I'm saying. Even with the example, when I say the power of the the mind, okay. Um, Say, God forbid, we have somebody who's been given a terminal diagnosis and nothing else can be done. And then the doctor says, but there is this one study out there. It's a blind study, meaning you won't know what you're getting, but it's either with a drug that we are seeing 100% results or you're going to get a placebo, the sugar pill. And this person, this is a fictitious scenario, but to make my point, this person goes into the study and truly believes that they are getting this drug. They believe it. I don't know why they believe it, but they believe it to the utmost. Okay? And they do. They're healed. They had no other answers. And at the end of the study, when everybody's unblinded, meaning they find out what they got at the end, this person was getting the placebo, the sugar pill. Now, was it a miracle? Or what was it i tend to think it's the power of the mind that this person so strongly believed that they were getting this miracle drug and there is science out there to prove this and we hear stories of this time and time again not this exact scenario but that's why i always say we are so powerful we have no idea how powerful we are when i started the show with the paranormal activity that we had before independent people tell me that didn't speak to each other that this wasn't coming from within us somebody had sent this to us did they send it purposefully I don't think so I think that their emotions were that powerful then they had no idea how powerful energetically they were that they ended up sending something like this like we are that incredible as human beings I really really believe it and michelle says um these suggestions make sense thank you and michelle that's just a few examples i gave you and if you're not sure you can even google you know i always tell people even though i said for some of the things we talked about tonight you may not want to use google but then in the next sentence i'll say google is your friend if you have a question and you want to know how to do something write it out exactly the way the question is Because I can tell you that's usually how I find out how to do most things (laughs) is with Google for that reason. And I'll just type it in exactly what I'm looking for. So Julie says, I'm also going, I'm doing, oh, yeah, Julie, I'm glad you brought this, brought this up. Julie's doing a shamanic energy healing on her stepmom service dog. And she shifted his timeline, meaning he only had about, I think it was two months on, um, and now, it's, he's going on, it will be about three years, he's gonna still be here. And there's been a significant amount of time from working on the healing with him. So that, that can happen. The vet is saying he is her miracle dog, the miracle shamanic practitioner dog, for sure. He is a pretty profound dog, because um, I didn't know who he was, but in Julie's class, we worked on some animals. And um, I didn't know who he was. And he definitely communicated a lot of things, even including the taste of the medication. When, when I, he, you have to ask an animal, you know, would you be willing to communicate with me? And he did. And so he's a pretty powerful, powerful guy. And he's got an important job being a service dog. So I'm glad he's going to be here longer. So Kevin says, release to the universe with intent to recycle, to recycle, come to mind. Well, there you go. So Michelle, that's what Kevin shared. And with no harm to none. Exactly. And the other thing is, is be giving yourself permission that it's okay to release anger in a healthy way. Way and we don't have to take it out on other people. You can go out into the uni- universe, sorry, out into the wilderness, for example, out into nature, exactly what Kevin just shared release to the universe with intent to recycle. Because I'll tell you what I'll do when I'm grounding, for example, sending energy I no longer need at the moment, I will send it with the intent to the center of the earth and I call it Gaia. And I ask Gaia to take what no longer serves me and to be able to alchemize or recycle that energy into something positive for anybody else who may need it when it's released back. Kevin said it much more succinctly than I do. So we can do that. Like I said, we are powerful with the minds that we have. And Diane Brighton's talking about psychic surgery. Yeah, you can do it. I've had psychic surgery before. I've had it with a couple different practitioners and stuff. Now for myself, it was pretty profound experiences, but I didn't find it helpful for myself. Now, and some of the things I suggested, somebody else may not find helpful. That's why it's good to have a good talk with, you know, take a look around. Take a look at different types of healing modalities, see how it feels. If you're curious about it and you want to know more, most people are open to having a conversation with you about it, letting you know what's about their work. I know Julie just put out a video because I had had somebody ask me what shamanic practitioner, you know, what it what a session was like. And so I know Julie just put one out. I think it's on her YouTube channel, but doesn't like I'm I'm not pushing a certain practitioner or modality down to anybody's throat. What I'm saying is take a look. There's so many different types of, some people are using, for example, rescue remedy. There's uh Bach essential flowers. There's, um, I mean, it could go on and on. Like some people use essential oil. Some people use traditional Reiki. There could be massage. There could be body talk. There's so many different modalities. So even to do a search out there, say you did want to learn how to release the anger and heal it. Ask what's available in alternative therapies to help release anger. Right, okay? It's a good place to start. Um, you guys, this, I can't believe it. it's like, yeah, we got about 10 minutes left and that's it. And then Julie says, that's amazing. I've heard of things like that before. Yeah, exactly. And Kevin says, yeah, I agree, the power of belief, absolutely. And I can tell you, I have met, I've seen people over the years working in the healthcare field that truly believed this was not their time to leave. They just knew it was not. And they were handed a terminal diagnosis, and they're still here. It wasn't a mistake that was made. All the exams were done, MRIs, x-rays, whatever, you could see it they were able to overcome it. Um, yeah, so uh, actually, I think that's what you're talking about, Ju- uh, Julie, when you said um, that's amazing. I've, oh, I've heard of things like that. Yeah. So look her up, Anita Morjani. Mar- there, there's all kinds of people out there like that that have been able to do that. And then they're using their time here to be able to help others, right? So and Ma- hi, Marshall. He says the panacea mind. Okay. Let's go down a little lower here. Now he's waving hi, Um, and Kason says, and a guy, I can't remember the name from the 1800s or something who had tuberculosis healed himself by riding horses, which is a favorite thing to do. Yes. Because it's a favorite thing to do, right? You're in a high vibrational state of energy, meaning you're in a place of joy. You're outside, you're out in nature, Getting balanced, and he probably had the mindset to be able to heal this too. People have been putting mind over matter. Yes, our minds are so powerful. And then Julie says, "It reminds me of be- oh, there's another good case of it of becoming supernatural by Dr. Joe Dispenza. Look up his story. I'll, I'll tell you. With my back injury, I haven't given up. I totally know I'm going to find the answer to heal this, and 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 do it. when. When I always think when something happens, it's the right time for it to happen. Right? So let's see. Yeah, so look up Dr. Joe Dispenza, anybody that's looking for healing or looking for a way to release even like stuck anger, stuck emotions and what have you. Usually if there's something going on in your body, that's why I like that book again, The Secret Language of Your Body because it will tell you what's going on like it tells you what emotions to work with to heal in the secret language of your body then it tells you what positive emotions to work with it uses color and energy to work with and like it sounds very complicated but it's not you can even look up different disease processes in there say god forbid you had diabetes what what's it being caused by um there's cancer in there there's most common things are in there that you can take a look and see sort of what the root causes are and kevin says great info case and exactly julie says different modalities out there and you have to see what is right for you and if you're not sure and like I'm starting to say and you see this big long list and you feel overwhelmed see where your eye or curiosity is drawn hey i kind of want to know more about that that sounds interesting that's a good place to start. Like I said, most people that are in these fields, myself included, um, we're open to, to talking to you about what we do or why we do it or how it works. And all you can do is give it a try. Like somebody had mentioned psychic surgery. I've tried it twice. If somebody it was the right scenario and it was offered again, sure, I'll give it a try. Just because it maybe didn't work with the two other people I worked with doesn't mean it's not right for me right everybody's different and it's all about having an open mind i think that was kind of the sort of the subject tonight about an open mind hi danielle long hello roger garza he says hola and i've been shouting everybody out tonight so roger and faye have t- uh three shows faye has tomorrow night i believe it's at four thirty central it's Faye's Angels on Facebook and YouTube. And then Roger and Faye do Latino Psychic Visions on Wednesday. I think it's on the evening around supper again, right, Roger? And then they also have this Mugs for You at 10.30 Central, uh, 11.30 Eastern. And it's a little bit more laid back. They're both fun. And I've been very honored to have been a guest on all three of those shows. So check them out. They've got some great – some of the people that – are over here, we're part of their audience and we love sharing audiences and people together. So Diane says uh, meditation, meditation, crystal, Pac-Man visualization helps heal. I don't think I've heard of the crystal Pac-Man before, but that's interesting. Well, oh my gosh, you guys, for got three minutes, I got to sign off here. This is what happens. I get talking. So if you guys are enjoying what we're talking about. Stay tuned because uh, Julia and Phil Syracuse are coming up next. They've got a great show. It's called the Horsefly Chronicles. So you can check it out. And I love having this time. I wanted to say thank you to Jonathan. I know how he's offered before that if I ever need a guest, but I just like hanging out with all of you. We get to talk about whatever you want to talk about and kind of go all over and I love doing that with you all. So thank you for hanging out with me. If you ever want to get a hold of me, you want to book a reading, I do teaching and mentoring, I do energy healing, I do Crystal Reiki, Cash Records, um, or you got a show idea or guest suggestion, you can get a hold of me on Facebook.com forward slash the Angel Rock. Apparently, in case I figured this out, I have a website, I don't give it out because it's a long domain name and it's not a domain name. It's just through Wix. Um, you can even message me through the Wix app, apparently. Actually, I'm on all social media platforms. You can usually find me under the Angel Rock or Laura Lee Potman. So you can get a hold of me that way Um, or just message me on Messenger on Facebook. It's usually the quickest and easiest way to get a hold of me under Laura Potvin. I have two groups on Facebook. I have Paranormal University for all things paranormal. We never even got to our video clips. I'll have to save these for Thursday. I'll I'll explain in a minute if you're new here. And then I have uh, the Angel Rocker Tribe for all more spiritual type things. We also have a new group where I'm going with this, we're going to have to do our videos I had planned for tonight, um, to the thing at the foot of the bed. And I co-host that with my good friend and very gifted angel channel and medium. He's on TikTok. It's uh, David Hansel. And that's at 7pm Eastern Standard Time. So I hope you'll join us there. And that's where the group is, too. I know we're talking about something. Sorry, guys. Um, and we started a group over there because we show a lot of videos and we talk about a lot of different sites and things like that. And it's hard for people to find it. So we would love to have you all join us there. I think we're up to well over 70 people. And I think we just started a couple of weeks ago the group. So if you got any show ideas, show questions, things you want to see us talk about, maybe you've got something you want to share in the group please come and join us. We'd love to have you. And I want to thank you all for being here tonight. It was so nice to have you all here and be able to uh, spend this time with you all. Um, I'm just looking at all the comments. And Michelle says, really fun to join in. Thanks, Lurley. Well, I love having you all here. Uh, when someone's, waiting i to read this quickly. When someone's doing psychic healing, is it right to say they are doing it by tuning into higher dimensions? Absolutely. The way I explain it, Kason. I'm just the mailman and so when I'm doing Reiki I'm just helping to make that connection with people's healing guides my healing guides healers over on the other side the angels everybody on that side and just working through me it's not me doing it like I say, I'm just being kind of the connector if you will reaching into higher dimensions. Yes, absolutely. That's okay, Roger, that you were later. That's okay. And Mary says, great show, Laura Enjoyed all the great topics and info. Well, I'm so glad and I'm so grateful to have all of you here. I want to send you all so much love and light. We will be back on Thursday, or I will, with David. And then next week, I can't remember who we got booked for next. I got a really great guest. I know I do. I've got some great guests coming up for you all, okay? Sending you much love and light. We'll see you on Thursday. And then same time, same space on Monday. Okay, stay tuned for Syracuse is next. All right. Love y'all.